Welcome to a bonus edition of Cougar Tailgate. I'm Lauren McLean, and joining me now is Kansas City Chiefs assistant running backs coach and BYU alum Porter Ellett. All right, Porter, I can't imagine the craziness of this Super Bowl week for you. So thank you so much for taking a minute to chat with me today. <laughs> it's good to see you. Good to see you. This is your fourth Super Bowl. How do you keep the team focused on the actual game with all the craziness of Vegas and the Super Bowl festivities? How do you kind of keep the guys under wrap during this week? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, uh, Coach Reed does a really good job of treating it like a game week, you know, and doing a lot of the little things that help the players stay focused. You know, like every day we're here, uh, we do football. You know, like we have some sort of practice every day. We have meetings every day about football. So I think he does a really great job of that. And then all season long, very much in our building, it's about football all the time. So yeah. it's yeah. just normal for the guys. Like, no, we're we're a football team. You know, like, right. Right. it doesn't matter where we go, that's who we are. So I'd say that that's probably the biggest, the biggest thing that we do well is, you know, we continue to do the same things we do all year. Yeah, that makes sense because you could say there's a lot of quote-unquote distraction that goes on through the entire season. So this is probably nothing new for you guys. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we we are kind of the circus when we come to town, you know, like, <laughs> and we, we all like the show, you know, everybody yeah. wants to play us, everybody wants to see us. So it's always kind of crazy. Speaking of the show, you're in Vegas right now. What's what's the atmosphere like where you're at? Yeah, I mean, they have us clear outside of the city. So we're like, we're like 30 minutes from the strip, but you can feel the energy in the city, you know, the excitement, like we take our buses back and forth to practice and there's people like honking at us and waving and uh, it's, it's a special energy around the city. Porter, you've been, you've done this before. This isn't your first rodeo. How do you feel like this season has been different from past seasons leading up to this moment? Yeah, I, I think it just took us longer to find ourselves a little bit on offense, especially our defense has been, you know, lights out all year. But we have, like, a lot of new young pieces on offense. Like, Travis is kind of steady. You know, you yeah. know he's going to be great. He's as great as they come. And then Patrick's going to push everybody, and he's going to do great. And Pacheco, when he's been healthy, has been awesome. But you had kind of all these young pieces. So I think it just kind of took us longer to find our identity a little bit. But, I mean, the guys battled through it, and I think it made them better in the long run because they, they would lean on each other. Um, and then lean on the defense. Like we've, rev- I mean, we've always kind of been an offense first team. So it's been fun to be like, hey, no, like you guys, thanks. You know, like yeah, you're yeah. winning us games and yeah. you're taking care of business. So that was a little, that was kind of a little different for us. But you got to love um, the character that it built. You know, these guys are have kind of been through it, and you take everybody's best shot. Like. We're the defending oh, yeah. champs, and they they were coming after us every night, and they didn't feel bad for us. So <laughs> you kind of had to figure it out. Yeah, the defense has allowed the offense to to make a few mistakes here and there, and, and it'd be okay, right? And you've been able to work with the running backs this year. How's that been for you? Uh, incredible. You know, it's been great. Great group of guys. I mean, all six of them that we have in the room right now are just great dudes. And, you know, like there's injuries to the position all the time, and I always felt like, all six of the guys, you know, like you could play, like you can go in and you can do the job and we trust you to, to take care of things. And especially as a running back in, you know, this offense, like Patrick protecting him is important. And to know, like to have him trust the backs and, 
hey, they're going to do a good job is important for us. So, but it's been phenomenal to work with these guys and the energy that they bring. You know, they're everything you see on you know social media or during the game. That's who they are. Like they're they're themselves, which is fun. I love that. Your wife Carly posted a TikTok video sharing a story about how Travis Kelsey gave you the Back to the Future Marty McFly self lacing shoes. First off, do you still have those shoes? You still have yeah, I do. I still have. Yeah, I ended up having a couple pair because he got a second pair and then uh, <laughs> they ended up not fitting the person that he got them for. So I ended up with a with both pairs. But yeah, he uh, yeah, he's he's just like that kind of guy, you know, like we had joked around about it. Like, man, one arm guy, I should have had those shoes to begin with. Like They're <laughs> custom made for me. And he thought it was like hilarious. But you know, he paid attention to it and realized like, no, like that's something I could get for Porter. So, and I mean, I tried to get them on my own because, <laughs> but you know how Nike is with like limited stuff. Oh, yeah. So I, I wasn't able to get them. And then he, you know, he came through for me, which was really cool, but you gotta love it. Gotta love a guy like that, you know? And then, I mean, Carl, the reason Carly posted it was because he was catching a lot of heat for yeah. the whole thing with the Ravens and all that. And like, I do think it is important that people realize how great of a person he is, you know? And then even like, if he's my teammate, if I'm Patrick, I'm warming up and stuff's in my way. Like I appreciate that as yeah, a teammate absolutely. too, you know, like you love that about him as a teammate. And then you love him off the field for all this, the good he does. He had have known he was going to catch some flack for that, but he's, it seems like he's a loyal guy. He's loyal to Patrick Mahomes and he had his back, right? Yeah. 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 That's, that's what you want. Yeah. I love Porter is a BYU fan. One of my favorite things is when Travis wore that BYU jersey on his podcast, New Heights. And I know you're the guy behind that, right? So he kind of told he kind of told his perspective on his podcast. What what how did it happen from your perspective? Well, so I mean, obviously like Cincinnati being in the Big Twelve, us being in the Big Twelve, like yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Gives you lots of opportunities to like talk trash and like, you know, whatever. So it's been fun to be a part of that, but I was just like, man, let's, let's, let's put some, you know, let's put something in on it. So he, he was like, all right, well you think about it. I'll think about it. And I was like, I already got mine. Like (laughs) you got to, I'll get you a Jersey. You got to sign it. Yeah. My original one was, I was going to have him wear it into the stadium for the game. But I think that that messes with like the guys have sponsorships, like all this stuff. And he was like, nah, I'll wear it on my show though. And I was like, that's even better. <laughs> like that's yeah. way cooler. So he's like, I'll wear it on my show. And then originally he like made some bet about, I'll, I'll have you take a shot. And I was like, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> so <laughs> he was like, all right, well, if we, and he said, if Cincinnati wins, then you'll come with me to Vegas. And I was like, all right, like at least I can say no. <laughs> right. I can say no to people in Vegas. Right. Um, so he, that was kind of the deal. And then when they, they uh, lost, he was like shocked that I got the jersey out because I knew his show. I was like, if they lost this week, I can't get it to him in two weeks. So I text uh, Chad Lewis, who Matt Bushman. What's crazy is Chad played for Tom Melvin. Oh wow! And so does Matt Bushman. They yeah. play for the same tight end coach. So that's crazy. But I've become friends with Chad too. So I sent him a text. I was like, can we do this? And he's like, yeah. You want the name on the back? And I was like, if you can. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, we can get it done. So he, uh, he got it shipped out like next day. And, uh, even Travis was like, what my name's on it. And then he said it on the podcast, like Jason was like, 
how'd they get your name on that so quick? <laughs> and that was like the funniest line was like Mormons work in mysterious ways. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And man, was he right, man. We, yeah, he was right. I mean, we know how to get things done. That's even, that's even in like scriptures that we work in mysterious <laughs> ways. So. I love it. Awesome. Porter, you went from working in the equipment room at BYU to being an assistant coach for the Kansas City Chiefs. You've worked, I know you've worked extremely hard to get to where you're at today. What would 2014 BYU Porter think about 2024 Kansas Chiefs Porter if he could see into the future? Yeah, I mean, he probably thinks what I think. You know, like, I still think it's wild. You know, like, I'm not, I'm not dumb to the fact that it's crazy. You know, like, it's, yeah. it's un- unbelievable what's happened. And then, like, I don't know, just the little things that have, have worked out have been phenomenal like coach reed's obviously like one of the greatest coaches of all time and when he like was talking to me about the job i was pretty i was like hey i don't want to like act like i know football like the only thing i've done is work in the equipment room and then played flag football and yeah i didn't have it in high school i didn't have the opportunity to play it and he was he you know he was awesome about it like oh i'll teach you football Mm -hmm. like you just bring all the skills you have and bring your personality and we'll take care of the football side. And he's done that. Like, I mean, can you, there's no better education in football than like one of the greatest coaches of all time doing it for you. And then all these like assistant coaches that have been awesome to help me and like mentor me and help me be a better coach and understand things better. So, and, and it's been beneficial too, because I don't have any like bad. I haven't been taught by any bad coaches. Yeah. Not a single one of the guys that I've worked with are bad football coaches. Mm. So that's been incredible. And I, I mean, yeah, I, I think he would think what I think. <laughs> like if I would yeah. be like, wait, you end up like, where? <sighs> yeah. Like, <laughs> you're doing what? You're working with who? Um, mm. So it, it's been a, oh, an awesome ride. And you just try, I mean, every day you try to, um, to live up to the opportunity that you've been given, mm. which I think is, is valuable because I, you don't want to take it for granted. And then you also, the worst thing for me would be to disappoint all these people that have like put time into me, you know, like, yeah. like, and have trusted me to help them be better or even like trusted me to do anything, you know, like, yeah. no, I like do, do my best and do the job that they trust me to do and then um, make them proud. Well, the sky's the limit for you. Cause I, I think it's been an incredible ascent to where you are now in, in, in such a short period of time. And I hope you told Andy Reid that you coached the 2014 flag football <laughs> champions for BYU yeah. murals. That, I don't even that, know if I did that. You guys, I, uh, you guys yeah. took care of business. <laughs> well, you were on the sideline. That helped. Yeah, I was uh, <laughs> I know you were able to bless your son, Griffin. Is his name Griffin? Yeah, right? Griffin. Yeah. Before last year's Super Bowl with Andy Reid, Chad Lewis, and some others. What's it been like for you being a member of the church in the NFL? What's that experience like? It's like, it's a really like special brotherhood, I think, as far as um, the people that get to be a part of it. And then the experiences you share, because it is, it's a different world um, really to be a member in, you know, and it's a, it's fun to talk to like Chad or, you know, a coach or Alex Whittingham's on staff here about, you know, Zane Anderson last year, Matt Bush, like all these guys, yeah. you know, Dan Sorensen, but yeah, like just the, the experiences that you have in the NFL and then your ability to share in your own way, you know, share the gospel or your beliefs with people. And then the cool thing for me about it too, is all these 
players hold you accountable yeah. as well. You know, like Porter doesn't drink, like he doesn't do that. He doesn't go to the club. Like he doesn't. So if you, if you do ever, you know, slip up or they're like right there, like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. Is you don't do your that. yeah. This is against your beliefs. It's like, oh yeah. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> you know, like, cool. you're right. So I've, I've really appreciated that. And then it's really given me a testimony of like the simple things in the gospel, mm. like just doing the little small things that make a big difference. Like no one's perfect. Um, but those essential gospel, you know, doctrines, the primary things that we teach over and over again, those are super valuable, especially here. Cause yeah. they remind you of what's really important. And then, um, the essentials of the gospel. So I've loved that. And I love the brotherhood that it creates with all those guys. I think that's so cool. And you, you grew up in Utah similar as me. So it's, it's different being the guy that stands out, right? Where mm-hmm. in Utah, you're like, I, I kind of blend in with everybody. And like you said, people hold you accountable. And I know you've been a hero to, to so many people within and, and outside of the church, just your story and the incredible person you are. So Thank you for doing that, honestly, for from all of us. And I know you're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. But it's been so much fun for us BYU fans to watch you gain what you have and the hard work you put in. Speaking of BYU, BYU is currently ranked eighth in the country in the NFL production power rankings, which is kind of crazy when you yeah. think about all the incredible <laughs> powerhouses of college football that are around the country. A lot of successful players like Puka Nakua, Fred Warner, Zach Wilson, Tyler Algier, Sione Takitaki, that we could go on and on. Mm-hmm. In your seven years working in the league, what have you found that it takes to have success? Because it's kind of crazy when you look at these BYU guys. None of them are five-star, right? But they're having mm-hmm. success in the league. What do you think it takes to, to have that success in the NFL? Well, I think like uh, a beneficial thing for BYU guys is their ability to be – not. I don't want to say like mature necessarily, but their ability to – focus on what's important when it comes to like football most of them are married like a lot of them have kids yeah so they they see it as a job even though they love it like it's a game right. to them still but it's a job and a profession and if you can um perfect your craft it really helps you be a successful football player at this mm-hmm. level like putting the time in to doing the little things week after week and building that consistency is really irreplaceable when it comes to a player's success. So I think BYU's, their players, not all, obviously not all BYU players are built, have that built in, but the majority of them are going to excel and they're going to exceed expectations um, because of those little things. Like they're disciplined, they're going to be professional, and they're going to work to be more than, you know, maybe what they're graded at. You said it yourself, like they're not five-star guys. Right. But, they play up to that level because of the way they prepare and their focus and their discipline. So that's cool. And that goes across the board. I mean, yeah, these players that are uber successful, they're disciplined, they perfect their craft and they, they do what it takes to be great. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, that's what I see out of BYU guys. Like it got, I mean, one of my favorite examples is Dan, Dan Swanson, right? Yeah. Like undrafted. I mean, he was here. He's still one of played in like, I think the second most playoff games in Chiefs history. Like he's, mm-hmm. he was a phenomenal player, and he did everything he could to get every ounce of talent out of his physical ability, like his yeah. body. He did everything. Um, so he's a, a great example of that. He's Dirty Dan. 
Yeah, man. And he's you gotta dirty love, tough. You gotta <laughs> you know? love Dirty Dan. Is that yeah, cool for you, Porter, to have have these BYU ties to you know these guys that come to the Chiefs with like Matt Bushman, um, obviously Andy Reid, Daniel Sorensen. Is it cool for you to have those BYU ties with you in the organization? Yeah, I mean, because you cheer for those guys. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm i a fan of all these BYU players. So when I see them, I'm like, I'm, yeah, I mean, you got to coach them. Yeah. But like, you're a fan of them. So that's always, like, a lot of fun. And it just reminds me, you know, because, like, when I was at BYU, you know, like, we played intramural sports. And, like, I was – I'm and I don't know if there's, like, a proper way to say this, but I was, like, kind of a BYU outsider. You know, like, I grew up – I didn't grow up in Utah Valley. I grew up in, yeah. like, the sticks. I didn't have – I had an older sister who went there, but then like my whole family wasn't like a BYU family. Yeah. So well, I was kind of like an outsider. So now to be like rubbing shoulders with like, I don't know, BYU royalty is, <laughs> is really like fun for me. Cause it's like, you know, like you guys are awesome. And like, they treat me as good as anybody. So um, that's been really fun for me to be a part of that. And that, it shows you that like, BYU is a place where you can have success and you can like climb the ladder. Like it doesn't really, it doesn't matter where you're from or you can go in there and you can become, you know, successful and meet all these like really cool people. If I didn't go to BYU, I wouldn't have, none of this would have happened, you know? So I love that. Do you and Alex Whittingham ever have some friendly banter? Oh yeah. Go back yeah, and forth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a daily occurrence. So. <laughs> But he's a, I mean, and Alex is like one of my, you know, very best friends when it comes to coaching and stuff. I mean, even outside of coaching, he's yeah. one of my best friends. So he's uh he's great. And his family's great. And they're yeah. BYU. I mean, you want to talk about BYU oh, yeah. loyalty. You got to remind him. You always got to yeah, remind him. Yeah. You, yeah. you got it in your blood, Alex. <laughs> yeah, he does. And we joke around all the time about it. Like, oh, yeah, when you're back coaching at BYU, you, <laughs> you make sure I get in there too and stuff. But it's fun. Um, but, yeah, we always do. And then, hey, I mean, when I met Alex, I wanted to hate him because he was you. Yeah, yeah. So I like, didn't want to like him. And then I got to know him and loved him. His dad. <laughs> so Kyle, the first time I met Kyle was a, like a preseason game in Seattle. He came up there to the game, and we uh, we got an Uber to go to a sacrament meeting at this church in Seattle. And he, like, got in the car, and I remember him just being, like, awesome. And I remember thinking, um, I was like. Uh, You're supposed to be yeah, the bad exactly. guy. You're supposed like, to be the bad guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm supposed to hate you. And then <laughs> after we got out of the car, I was like, I totally would have played for the Utes. Like, if he would have. <laughs> Like, if I would have been a decent yeah. football player and he yeah. would have been like, hey, you know what? I'll give you a scholarship. I would have been like, let's Done. go. So yeah. he's awesome. But, I mean, just like you say, I mean, he played at BYU. He was right. all-conference. He was yeah. – so he's he's got some Lavelle Edwards in him too. That's right. No, they're a phenomenal family. You mentioned this a little bit before, but I feel like we all have an idea of what Andy Reid is like as a coach from the outside looking in. And us BYU fans feel pride in him. Um, and his BYU ties, but I mean, we see his commercials and his saying nuggies or whatever, hilarious. <laughs> but what's it like? What is he really like? What's it like working with Andy Reid from the inside? Yeah, I mean, he's a genuine person. So a lot of that stuff you see is like that's how he is. I will say he's a. There's a lot of intensity to him. I mean, you see him on the sideline. He has about as close to a Lavelle Edwards scowl as like you'll ever see. Um, and it is, he's intense and he loves, like loves the game and he takes it seriously. And so there's that. And then there's a, the perfectionist 
attention to detail, um, like mastermind court sort of thing. Like he really is, and he's not afraid to try stuff like, mm -hmm. and he'll take ideas from anywhere. Like it's, that's what was wild to me is like, Hey, uh, I saw this, like, you think we could do it? Yeah. Let's, let's try it, write it up. Let's see what, how it works out. And then that's how you end up with like all these wild things, but he's willing to like go there willing yeah. to do that. Cause I think he's seen it his whole career. He's seen like, there's not a wrong way to do football. Like some people hate the I formation and like the power offense. And some people hate the spread and you know, the vertical passing game, but there's not a wrong, you can win doing all those. Yeah. So he looks at it and thinks like, eh, yeah, it'll probably work. <laughs> so wow. I love that about him. And then just like we, we talk about as far as like, he is like a, father figure to so many you know like yeah. he loves his players like loves the guys who play for him and he respects like their effort and everything they put into it and the players feel that and then they um they reciprocate it like hey i coach loves me i'm gonna play hard for him mm -hmm. and that's been special to me like funny because the guys like there's a lot of rules in the league like little dumb things you kind of have to do and Coach Reed will ask them to, you know, like, hey, I'm asking you to do this. I'm asking you to. Yeah. And they will do it because they love Coach. Not mm -hmm. because they, like, want to keep the rule or, like, or because they want to do it. Like, they just love Coach Reed. So they're like, I'll do it because he asked. It's like, mm -hmm. So uh, you got to love that about him yeah. and about the, the relationship he has with his players. Yeah, that's powerful. Something's going right for him. Obviously, he's he's doing something right in there. And, and also you, Porter, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're extremely busy this week. So go have some fun in Vegas, not too much fun. And That's good, right, yeah. And good luck on Sunday. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. It was good to see you.